Welcome to Film Fight Club, the show where we don't talk about film, we fight about film. I'm Glenn Falconstein from Falcon Screen, and we are joined by Sydney filmmaker Chris Evans. Good evening. And freelance writer and critic Virat Nehru. Hello, hello. So this is the 2SER Supporters Drive. It has been... Uh, it, is, it is very important, very important that we do encourage you to sign up to 2SCR. We will be going through some of the details. You can call 95149500 or donate online at 2SCR.com. And the reason for this is that we rely on you, our supporters, to keep the station going. It is so crucial. We do encourage you to sign up, encourage us to do so, because this is just the most incredible station. We have the absolute best time here. Also, welcome back, Len. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, I have been away. I have been... Driving, literally trying to race the sunset to Broken Hill. It has been me, country music stations, Christian Rock, um, the new Shania Twain album, and just the open road for 5,000 kilometers. It has been Take me home, country road. The theme of music in 2017. Yes, we've, uh, we've witnessed many selfies of the top top third of Glenn's head. Yes, Glenn, <laughs> Glenn needs to learn how to take a selfie. That's true. That's why I appear on radio. You don't really want to see my face. Right, and that's why people should donate to 2SER, because so they can... make sure that Glenn remains a radio personality by giving him a home. Face. Exactly, and only a radio personality, and you don't get to see his face, you just get to hear him, which is more necessary, because he has a lovely voice. Not a lovely face, but a lovely voice. These are my best and only friends, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, please, please do donate, and look, I've got to tell you, I've, I do have had a pretty great trip. I've been driving and the whole way I've been listening to radio stations and community radio stations throughout the country and they've all been a little different but I've really got to say there is none and I can literally say this I've been all throughout New South Wales South Australia and Victoria in over three weeks there is none like 2SCR there is nothing that offers quite that eclectic mix of programming quite a bunch of amazing personalities it is quite fun here there's always interesting folk just roaming around the station we do meet some Really interesting, great people. I mean, we don't need to say they don't have a home of their own, but yes, they do. But they also like to stick around at the station, and it's a very, very fun vibe here. So, yeah, we are a community in the true sense because it's a community radio station. And to share the love, you know, please come and call us and donate. Support us at 95149500 or 2SCR.com. Yes, you can make a number of, there's a number of support rates. You can stand to this $80. There's also a concession for 400 but there are also passionate and lifetime support rates. And there are people waiting to take your calls. And yeah, please do, please do call up. Exactly. Yeah, get those uh, lights jangling up and get those phone lines ringing. Without 2SCR, there'd be no Film Fight Club. There would be. Can you imagine a world without Film Fight Club? I know. What would people do? I know. Like, how how else pe- would you spend your Wednesday nights? I, uh, I can. Yeah, I can't think of anything to be honest. Th- there's some pizza left over at my house. That's, that's basically what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah we, we would but, just be watching movies at Glenn's place and not fighting about them. Exactly. And, I mean, it yeah. would be just a film club. That's so boring. Yeah, I, I got an Uber here, and the guy was talking about about his favorite film, The Terminal, and we'd just probably be watching The Terminal, that old Tom Hanks, Catherine Jones film. Right, because back. we'd have to rely on taxi drivers for film recommendations. Exactly, and not the taxi driver, the Martin Scorsese film. Which I'm would not- be recommended by Film Fight Club, because we have good <laughs> taste in films. Yes, uh, Terminal, uh, not so much, but yeah, fa- t- Taxi Driver. Amazing. Hey, Catherine yeah, Zeta-Jones yeah. and Tom Hanks. Don't, don't diss that movie. Yeah, you, I, I, we can't fault Tom Hanks, the most loved man in America. Yeah. He's recently come out with his own short story collection, actually. I didn't realize he was a writer. What doesn't he do? Yeah. I don't know. True. But you wouldn't know about his films, all the amazing stuff he does, if it wasn't for a film. Actually, have we reviewed a Tom Hanks film? Yeah, th- this, might, this is a bold claim you're making. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know Tom Hanks if not for Film Fight Club. I'm not sure about how verifiable this is, but okay. I'm, I'm going to accept it right now. That's fair. There's, there's yeah, there's also Seinfeld and, um, but yeah, uh, 
you do please please do call up. Please would, would people it. know about Seinfeld if not for if not for us? Definitely well, not. It, it yeah, is a show about nothing. We are so responsible I think it makes sense. for popularizing oh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, just Jerry, just mate, you are so much. Come on, why isn't? Yeah, he should be calling up and donating. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. He's touring. He's coming to Australia. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, Jerry, if you're listening to us... I'm pretty sure he's already done that. Yeah. Well, he donated good. to us? Well, I don't he, know. Didn't, he didn't donate to us, but if he knew about us, he would, because Jerry Seinfeld's all about the community spirit with the way that he still uh, does comedy sets at small, at you know low-level amateur comedy clubs to hone his craft. Exactly. So, if it, you know, that is the comedy equivalent of what 2SER does for radio. So, basically, what we're saying is that Jerry Seinfeld would be a fan of our show... If he were into film uh, criticism, which he might be, but basically, if that's not a convincing call to authority, I don't know what is. Uh, support the radio station of Tom Hanks and Jerry Seinfeld, 2SER. More importantly, more importantly, what Chris has a point. I mean, 2SER has spurred their very own Jerry Seinfeld and Tom Hanks of the radio world. <laughs> no, that's a big call. <laughs> it, it, yeah, if, if you're looking at us right now, that's actually quite a funny call. But this, this, this is radio. <laughs> I know. Well, talking about calls... Make some. Yes, donate. Do make some. And picking up on a point Chris mentioned a minute ago, just to talk seriously about the show and what it is, um, we make a really concerted effort to not just really dive deeply into film criticism, but to get people on the show, not just critics, but emerging critics from different walks, people who aren't necessarily running for major publications, but are brilliant, who have written their own works, started their own websites and built their way up. We had Richard Gray on a few weeks ago. He's coming back on again. Adele Drover has an amazing uh, YouTube channel, know, which is very worth checking out. converging the YouTube world in the radio world. I mean, you know, it's it's fantastic. We try to give major coverage to events like the Sydney Underground Film Festival, which are an important part of the Sydney film scene, yet uh, miss out on mainstream coverage simply because of the scale of the event and, and what they stand for. So we try to give voices to less heard from organizers of um, film industry events. We cover a lot of the um, national film festivals, you know, but more importantly, it's all about you. We wouldn't cover what you want, what you like, and so you can tell us what you've done. And we've done that for us. Our listeners have called us and told us that this is what we want to fight about. This is what we want you guys to fight about regarding film. And we have thought about that diligently, durably, and other iblies. Yeah, I mean, we do encourage people to call up and tell us what they want us to fight about. We will fight about what you want us to fight about. One of the suggest- great suggestions we had was, what if what Star Wars character do you want to get their own spin-off? And we got Jar Jar Binks, which was quite a fun discussion. Yeah, I mean, Jar Jar Binks is, a, is you know, the center, the epicenter of so many fan theories, whether he's actually playing the long game or whether he's just an idiotic character in the Star Wars universe. Will we ever know? I and, don't know. And you have to ask yourself, it wasn't for shows like Film Fight Club... Would George Lucas have really understood just how much of a backlash there was against Jar Jar Binks? Would Jar Jar Binks have formed a center of the oncoming, even the seventh and going to the eighth Star Wars films? It, it could have happened. I mean, uh, to be honest, there's nothing left in the Star Wars universe to explore. It feels like they're scraping at the bottom of the barrel. So it's about time they started listening to us because we really are pushing the boundaries of what is acceptable in the Star Wars universe. For all I know, Jar Jar Binks was in the new trail. I haven't watched it. I've, delibera- have I, yeah. I've deliberately avoided watching that. But I, I have to. It, it just you know, like if you know you're going to see a movie, I think you don't need to watch the trailer, but you do need to listen to the coverage on, on Film Fight Club. Exactly. Which Actually, would call- not exist if 2SER stops functioning. Call us and tell us. Yeah, 951-4900. It's 02-951-4900. Yeah, please, please describe to us. You, you'll have to pay for the privilege of doing this by donating to 2SER, but please but- describe to us what happens 
in the Star Wars trailer so we don't have to watch it. But also, more importantly, uh, say what is true, what you already know, that Film Fight Club is your favorite show. So when you call in to donate, please, please do tell them. Ah, yes. And as someone who has just called in, we have Chanel from Bankstown, who's just pledged to the station. Uh, Chanel, if you are listening, you are an absolute champion. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the station. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. We love you. And yeah, if you, if you are interested in calling in, that number is 95149500. And Chanel, if you are listening, please shoot us a message, uh, and just let us know whatever you would like us to find about yeah. in the following weeks. And, and, and let us know who your favorite panel member from Film Fight Club is. And please do confirm that it's not Glenn, because oh. it can't be. Wow, that, 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 that's, that's harsh, man. A lot of, lot, 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 lot of directed at the side of the desk this episode, I'm, I'm getting. No, it's all right. So, Verrett you know. is really of late learning to express his burning hatred of Glenn, <laughs> not rather than keeping it all just bottled up inside. And I'm finding this to be an interesting new direction to the show that I would like to see continue. So please donate to Film Fight Club so we can expand on this, this actually, rivalry. Actually, actually that's true. I'm kind of sick of just having a go at Chris because now I think I've utilized all my anger to work yeah, Chris. Yeah, I'm, now, now me like and Verada like it's the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So yeah. it's going to be like stacks on Glenn if you donate to Film Fight Club. I, I think that's I think our that, promise. I think the turning point was realizing that we both equally love Terrence Malick and Glenn just right, after right. <laughs> Never say that name three times in a row. No, if it wasn't for the show, Rogers would be sending me messages about films you love. He knows I hate just gifs of you know. Um, oh my god! Of, of, what's that? What's that? Song to song and. Oh my god, uh, guys! And of time. That one's Glenn, your favorite. Glenn Vote recently called gifs gifs. Uh, I mean, that's a reason. No, he's to... he's right. It is actually gifs. Really? The, the person who created it said it's gifs, but a lot uh, of people are stubborn about this and what say a, what and say no, it's gif. But yeah, but, uh, I'm in a jiffy now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you won't hear amazing puns like that. And Rudd does have amazing puns. Or if you don't donate to, if you don't, if you don't have the station running, don't have the film fight club going. So please do donate. And what you also won't hear, which we do have, um, is Virat's wonderful singing voice. Oh God! Yeah, and Virat's musical selection. Speaking of which, yes, we have. Um, oh, which one do we have, Virat? What is our next song? The world spins. No, no, no. It's another. It's, it's an already Berman song. It's it's, we've, we'll just have to, you know. This is the professional quality uh, yes, of Film Fight Club. Here we go. Yes. Queuing up songs. About the song. Yes, uh, this is. Uh, I paid homage to A.R. Rahman last week with some of his songs. I'm going to go back and go really retro. This is a song called Dunya Me Logonko, which is by R.D. Berman, and this really, really brought upon the cabaret western sort of revolution in Hindi film music. It's a favorite of my father's, it's a favorite of mine, it's a favorite of anyone who's grown up in India. Listen to this, changes your life. We'll be right back, and that number again is 
And that was Raj. You want to tell us what that was? Yeah, that was Dunya Me Logoko, which is like sung by R.D. Berman and Asha Bhusle. It's a very cool 1970s drama uh, starring Rajesh Khanna in the movie The Train. And also the time of wigs, really retro Bollywood. And if you don't know that, please discover that because you're going to fall in love and it'll change your life forever. Yeah, we do call quite a bit of Bollywood here. We do like Bollywood. They are the biggest film producers in the world. They're basically the 1960s MGM of the modern world. Hey, I try to do my best to insert surreptitious Bollywood references wherever I can, whether it is uh, on radio shows or whatever. And if you want me to keep doing that, please call us to support at 951495-00-CR.com. That's the end of the phone call, but the number is 007. Yes. Yes. Yes, um, we, we do talk about. We have talked about. Bond, we talked about yeah. James Bond a lot. We have we have a we big opened, James Bond fan. We, yeah, the, the, first the very week, first, first episode, episode was did. Bond. Yeah, the first yeah. episode was Bond. We had a, yeah. a bit Roger Moore. Um, surely there will be more discussions about James Bond, but there won't be if you do not donate. So yeah. please, please. My, my user ID when I was a kid, my very first user ID was Virat Bond. Right. Yeah, yeah, so seven. <laughs> no, just Virat Bond. Before I realized that an Indian person could never be. James Bond, he would just look like a waiter in a tuxedo. So, you know. Oh, one day. Heavy, heavy one day. racial commentary <laughs> slipping in past the politically correct g- gates of 2SER thanks to Virat Nehru. Yes, we, we, we do talk about a lot of different topics on this show. Some are, yes, I'm going to get some quite funny, so but we couldn't do it without you. What we also talk about quite a bit is film festivals. We mentioned earlier the British Film Festival is coming up next week. We'll have a whole special episode at the Norton Street Plaza where we're talking about. Unless British- 2SER goes bankrupt, so please donate so that you can hear this. Yes, if you want to hear <laughs> our program. best British accent. Not to say they're at, we're at risk of, of going bankrupt, but hey, you never know what might happen if you don't donate to 2SER. I know, but you know, you should because it's a lovely station. We, yeah, we provide you with genuine content, with genuine love, with sometimes a bit of hatred, but only towards each other, not towards you. We love you. We, we love all of you. We try to provide interesting content. That too. I think... Uh, the whole station does, I think. Yeah, the whole station This isn't doesn't. just speaking for Film Fight Club. It, we try to provide interesting content, interesting coverage of the news from angles that usually aren't covered in Sydney and Australian media, and um, full coverage of the arts. Yeah, the arts... Exactly. Uh, the thing podcasts, I think, which 2SER did uh, was with futures and health were renowned, I think, even in America and the U.S. So mm. I think we're really reaching out to international audiences, and I think there's some really groundbreaking journalism that's happened throughout stepping from the community, which I think is fantastic. Right. And that is true, but um, I also think the community radio nature of 2SER is important so that for subjects like the arts, we can give you coverage that's specific to what people in Sydney want to hear about because a lot of high-minded arts publications... Uh, at a national level and aren't getting into covering events like the Sydney Underground Film Festival that are very localized. And we try to give you, yeah, on-location coverage of events like that and speak to the people who are involved. I mean, of course. I mean, if when the national broadcaster is cutting off arts programs and not continuing them for next year, you really think there is going to be a problem. One of my favorite shows on the ABC, The Book Club, is no longer going to be there next year. And that's 
just a dagger through my heart. And you were in final draft here, weren't you, Virat? I, 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 I was. Uh, shout out to Andrew Purple, who's the most lovely executive producer anyone could have. He's got a silky, silky voice as well, and he reads more books than I do, which I can't really say for a lot of people because I do read a lot of books. Yeah, there's some pretty great programs. I mean, Stages was just on before us. They do really. I'm a, a theatre critic when I'm not doing film work, and they do some really great interviews with theatre producers, directors, and with uh, casts of all new emerging productions. Um, Gaggle of Geeks, which is with Blake Howard on Saturday. I was listening to that. Uh, my first leg of the trip driving out to Lithgow. That's really worth hearing. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting programs. Um, you hear Nick Healy on Breakfast. And just um, to talk about how film is so deeply ingrained within the DNA of 2SCR, Celery Dreams, which is still running, has been a fixture of the station for literally decades. Michael yeah. Jones is a fixture here, does excellent reviews on 2SCR Breakfast. He's at literally Every film movie yeah. screening, we see him mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Um, there's Which a real doesn't mean that we still don't miss him when we don't see him. Because no. I think we see him so many times that when we don't see him, we're like, where's Michael? Yeah. yeah. You know? I just, and uh, you'll all be saying in your heart, even if not in, if you're not aware of it, you'll all be feeling that pang of where is Michael if 2SER <laughs> stops functioning, which it will without donations. Exactly. And, and this is also the place where people like Glenn can say without any hint of irony that they are a theatre critic. Wow. Of- Wow! See the wow. the fight. We're bringing thanks, the fights thanks, back to film fight. Wow! Club. I, I, I see it. So you're a literary critic now. Okay, is, 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 is that it? Oh yeah, that's fine. It's like I didn't know there was a thing you could say in public and just <laughs> oh yeah, no, I can not show my face anywhere. Well, apparently, because I only show one half of my face, so it's. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. right, right yeah. It's all right. I, I think that's just part of the bigger plan that Glenn has of not retaining his digital footprint. I think it's very clever. Yeah. Yeah, just so, by putting myself out on the radio live every week. Yeah, just, only, like, see how that goes. Part, parts of his face. So then Google can never work out whether it's the same face or different faces merged I'm, together. I'm like Wilson from Home Improvement or Batman. You'll never really know who I am or what yeah. I look like. You know, because. You I, might if you donate to 2SCR. Right, yeah. Exactly, because yeah. I, I was watching that video of this uh, really uh, comic horror story story about this dating story where you know the girl meets you know meet cute kind of thing happens girl meeting boy uh, and then the girl tries to look him up online and he has no social presence and then it escalates into kind of like an it kind of version of horror stories where she starts to completely freak out this person has no online digital presence that's going to be you glenn with your one-fourth, one-quarter of faces everywhere, and nobody will know what your real face looks like. You're going to be the Thomas Pynchon of the radio world. Unless you call 951. <laughs> I love that, just dropping that reference. Unless you call 951-49500, I will show my face if you... <laughs> Donation. Yeah. <laughs> Something to look forward to, guys. Something to look forward to. But um, film love club, film love club. But yeah, I mean, back to festivals. Like we are, uh, we love, we love doing film festival coverage. A night of horrors coming up. I think some of the, our favorite coverage has to be the Sydney Film Festival, where, and I really have to give it to the station here. I mean, they gave us such wonderful discretion to meet, to conduct interviews, to do reviews for the Celluloid Dreams page, and we met some amazing, incredible people. Met Vanessa Redgrave. Chris met one of his filmmaker heroes. Oh yeah, Bong Joon Ho, who has been one of my favorites for like 15 years. I had a friend from Korea staying over at my house like a week ago, and he was freaking out. I showed him the photo I took with him, and he was like, "What?" And he took a photo of it on his phone and sent it to his friends back home. So. Um, I don't know what the point of that story was other than to boast. But, yeah. uh, but no, 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 the point is 2SER gives me that opportunity. Actually, that, that, that's true. I mean, uh, I, I never thought yeah. in my life that I would get to meet Vanessa Redgrave yeah. when she would be alive. 
because but, you know. <laughs> but we pass it on to you. We don't just use this opportunity to meet our celebrity idols. We interview them. Exactly. It's and, not and, just and, about and one of my one of my favorite and I think most important moments was when I got to talk about James Baldwin with Herbert Peck, the producer of I'm Not Your Negro. I think that was one of my favorite interviews I've done ever in my life because I really had to be bang on with my material. I couldn't fib around when it comes to Baldwin. So I think that was fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to make Virat blush here, but I actually got a call from the uh, public software saying they loved Virat. He was really <laughs> newy stuff. He right. was on point. I'm no one so else did, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're really just boasting now, but it's true. <laughs> no, but it's it true. Happen. We tried to know what we're talking about and cover, ask the questions other people aren't, and cover things from an informed perspective because we find a lot of film coverage, especially on radio, to be very, very shallow and simplistic. And though we do tend to joke around on the show, we, we like to make a fun show, we do treat the subject of film and film criticism and coverage very, very seriously. I think, yeah, I think if there's something which is true about all of us is that we are somehow extremely, extremely switch-on, switch-off people on air, we we can just go around from uh, making, I think, sort of mean jibes at each other, to just being serious and you know not stepping on each other's toes very quickly. Yeah, I think I, I really value that. I do too. I do think it's interesting that we can also jump from something like, you know, our personal lives, obviously, Virat, <laughs> to something as you know, lackadaisical as Thor talking about some really serious issues in the film industry. Like, where is Netflix going? Content distribution. How is the industry evolving to meet these new needs? And exactly. we're able to do that. And our, our sort of continuing fight about Marvel versus DC. I think that's a big, big thing in which Chris and I have very personal stakes involved in <laughs> as well. And yep, yep. also, Thor Ragnarok is coming out next week, so this fight will continue. And Justice League as well in the coming weeks. So this or, or, or more like Injustice League. Oh. Oh, wow. Um, so we have some more music to play for you. This is one of my favorite soundtracks. It's Hans Zimmer, one of the great modern yeah. film composers. Yeah, he's he's one of the other people whose name was made by Film Fight Club. There would be no Hans Zimmer. You know, you would not have heard of him. You would not have heard his music. <laughs> if not for Film Fight Club. Exactly. He would just be Hans Zimmer. You know, yeah. He would yeah. just be simmering away somewhere. Hans Zimmer, more like Hans Solo, because he'd have no <laughs> friends, because no one would have heard of him, and he would have failed as a musician and, and gone bankrupt. Well, so, well, he doesn't. Apparently, he doesn't really create much of his music anyway. He has a whole team of people to do that for him. That's how Ooh. he. Well, he turns out like 30, 30 movie soundtracks a year. That's yeah. the only way he can do it. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, and, it's, like, and, it's a team. And if you go but back, you know, and, if you go back and watch Gladiator, the music it's literally the same score from the Pirates of the Caribbean, which came out three years later. Right, which was ostensibly composed by uh, what's his name, like Klaus Bedelt, I think, who's who was one of the underlings of Hans Zimmer on Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. but this is a good score. This is from <laughs> Excel. Right? I mean, not not to take anything away from Hans Zimmer, but yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is detached. This is the excellent scene in an otherwise, I think, fairly same average film where uh, Matthew McConaughey is trying I to agree with that. get into back onto the ship. Once I don't want to root if people have ever seen it, but basically, someone, some very nefarious individual, played by a very famous figure, has escaped, and that's like one outstanding sequence. It's, yeah, it's, there, a, there it's a Christopher Nolan film. You can't ruin it for anybody. It's already been it's, ruined. Okay, by so people. I'll just ruin it now by saying it's 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 a great scene because Matt Damon dies. Wow. He was a bad character in this movie. Yeah. You know that someone calculated the amount of money America has spent rescuing Matt Damon from war, space, and all these other things? It's a yeah. lot yeah. between I, I thought that was Stella, just Sammy mean. Piper, Ryan, Martian. So who can, who can save him from these latest um, allegations <laughs> and you won't covering find over out. the Weinstein story? <laughs> <laughs> and we may be discussing that in the following week, but, <laughs> okay. it, but we won't get to unless you call 2SCR 9514 exactly. and, and, or donate at 2SCR.com. On that scandalous right. note, we go to the soundtrack.
that was Detached by Hans Zimmer from Interstellar. Please do check these other film scores. The Mole, the opening score from uh, Dunkirk is excellent. There's a few other excellent tracks. Yeah, he did play yeah. a few and weeks also, Sydney. the opening of Dunkirk was excellent. It was, it was, was the only good part of It was great because film. it was the first time I was hearing this music, but then you basically hear it yeah. 50 times before the rest of the movie ends, that's and just all of the joy Nolan, is gone by the that's end. That's every Nolan film and every yeah. Hans Zimmer score in the Nolan Memento. film. Memento, you know. interesting because it doesn't have a Hans Zimmer score. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, <laughs> and it's also about wanting to forget something by going backwards, which is what, how you feel at the end of Dunkirk after having heard the same music endlessly through the film. You, you I really like this. Night. Glenn is being ganged up again. <laughs> wow. It's beautiful. wow. So we have two people who are obviously the minority here because they don't like Nolan and the Dark Knight, quite clearly. Hey, I am. And Dark Knight, no, it's a good movie. It's I'm just categorically not as a minority. What are you talking says. about? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, again, touching the, touching the heavy subjects here, which we'll continue doing. If you, are, if you do donate to the station, that number is 9514. Or nine five zero zero. Would it give a bit of a preview of what's going to be happening next week? Because we actually we do try to pack out the if, shows quite a bit. If if two OCR exists next week, that please donate nine five one four nine five double zero or two OCR dot com slash donate. On that note, I would like to reiterate what I reiterated last week was: if you do give a lifetime support, I will personally come and give you a hug. If you give lifetime, we we'll, uh, and this is. Now we're, so we're back, back on air, apparently. On, yeah, so we're we <laughs> back on Film Fight Club. You should donate to two SCR to have prevent these kinds of technical difficulties from overtaking us in the future. <laughs> yeah, it, it can happen, but you know what? It's it's all good. We're back here, and we want to give a quick preview of what is going to be happening next week on Film Fight Club. We do try to pack the shows out. We do, tr- and next week we actually have quite a really really good one. We have Richard Gray returning from the Real Bits, and he will be talking about his book, the Green the Green Arrow. I think he's one of the world. They're not the world expert on the Green Arrow. It's amazing what he's put yeah. together and uh, done. I, I just love Richard. He's a fellow reader. We just book nerds, and he's actually written something and he's got published. He's an amazing, so amazing so radio presenter as well. Yeah, he's got a good radio voice. I'm, good. I'm learning so much yeah. just by being. So in his it'll be a good one to listen to. We also have Suburbicon, which we'll be reviewing, featuring everyone's favorite Matt Damon. Matt yeah. Damon, and this time he probably yeah. doesn't need to be rescued. I, I don't know. No, how I I, I, maybe he will towards the end. I don't know. You know I don't know how I feel. I, about I that, really actually. actually don't know much about this movie. Yes, yeah. I don't yeah. think Coen Brothers that's wrote the, the first draft, but not this version. It's okay not to know about the film. We'll tell you all you need yeah. to know about a movie on Film Fight Club. But that's that's right. only if you donate to 2SCR, 9514-9500 is the number, 2SCR.com otherwise. And the other thing we'll be doing is a recap of some of the biggest Australian films to be released this year, and that is Cargo and Sweet Country. Now, we made the special effort, uh, Richard and I, we went out to Adelaide. We're one of the, some of the only people in Australia who have seen it and reviewed it, so you're going to hear and you will only get that coverage if you sign up, if you call up and donate to 2SER. We really want your support. We really need it, yeah, guys. I mean, you, you will still get it, but we would really appreciate if you do still donate. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, please and, do. And on the, like, on the station, like, as I said before, film is in the DNA here. Nick Healy, who is one of the mainstay presenters of the station, uh, is a film journalist by trade. The amazing director of the station, Melanie Oso, has, has done film journalism, and she's great and we they value film so much here and we really really do um need, yeah. need to and compared to, to the them uh, we don't do any film journalism we just talk about film on this show. no we talk about how much we hate each other and especially matt damon 
and, and uh, my favorite thing is how much I hate Glenn. It's, For the record, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really hate Matt Damon. I don't really yeah. have any opinion on Matt Damon. But, I, think, uh, I think that's worse than probably. hatred, though. Some people would say indifference yeah. is worse than right, hatred. Right. Ma- Matt Damon, if you're listening, you can donate $600. Yeah, you're, you're you can rename name the show the We Love Matt Damon Show. We, we, we will literally <laughs> shout out Matt Damon. We will literally like, start the minute. Uh, you know, we'll, 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 we will talk about Matt Damon in entirely positive terms for the entire next three shows if Matt Damon donates $600. That's a big call. Look, if Brad Pitt could start the I Hate Rachel Green Club in Friends, then Matt Damon can rename Film Fight Club. I so, name I Love Matt Damon Club. So we are so we are I Love Matt Damon Club. Potentially, if you donate, the number is 9514-9500 or donate to scr.com. We are bang out of time. We'll be back next week with Richard Gray talking Suburbicon, Green Arrow, Sweet Country, and Cargo. Have a wonderful night. Please call up. Uh, Just go on the website, and we appreciate your support. Have a wonderful night. Call me, maybe.